0: Private Houses and Local Customs in Seville by Nathaniel Armstrong Wells. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Bologna Times. Seville The greater number of private houses are situated in an interminable labyrinth of winding streets between the Calle della Sierpe and Plaza de san francisco and the city wall which connects the aqueduct of carmona with the alcazar it is the southeastern half of the city to the west of the Calle cali delle Cierpe, there are also a few streets containing private residences but they are not in so large a proportion some of the most elegant are however on this side which being less moorish and more modern is less chary of its attractions and allows a part of its decoration to enliven the external facades while its spacious doorways frequently open to the view of the passer-by a gay perspective of gardens and courts the sunny balcony crowded with a crimson forest of cactuses is not more attractive to the sight than the more mysterious vista beneath it of retreating colonnades mingled with orange and pomegranate trees through which the murmur of the fountain is scarcely audible few cities present more charms to the wanderer than one in which the houses offer a combination so luxurious as is met with in the greater number of those of Seville the cool summer rooms opening into the court in which the drawing-room furniture is arranged on all sides of a fountain plentifully supplied from the aqueduct of carmona and on the upper floor the winter apartments chosen from their being better lighted for the deposit of a collection of pictures and these almost always excellent and opening to the gallery to which, during this season, the furniture, having been removed from below, is placed, together with the work-frames and portable musical instruments, on the side exposed to the sun. One sees these houses and their amiable and happy-looking inhabitants, and imagines there is no life to be compared to it. Yet the experiment may be made, and fail to answer the expectations of the stranger, who, confident in his discovery of the road to happiness may have pitched his tent in the midst of these bewitching regions can it be fatality or is it essential in human nature to find ever the least felicity there where it looks for the greatest the experiment i say was made an englishman possessing every advantage of taste talent and wealth took up his residence here resolved to devote the remainder of his days to the peaceable enjoyments of a literary and social life thanks to his literary propensities we are enabled to judge of the result of the trial in a book published by the person to whom i allude we find that no one could be less satisfied with his lot seville and the civilianos meet with no mercy at his hands and must if we may judge by his dislike of them have rendered his life a burden this however is a single example and insufficient to deter others from the attempt it may be that this individual had not entered fully into the spirit of andalusian existence every detail of life being here adapted to the place and its customs and climate no custom can be erred against the impunity, that is, without the forfeit of some corresponding advantage. Seville presents two so different aspects during the two opposite seasons of the year, that, to be well understood, it should be visited at both. During the winter— the existence does not materially differ from that of the inhabitants of most other european towns excepting that the intercourse of society is subjected to less formality cards of invitation are rarely made use of and you are not consequently exposed to the annoyance of seeing and hearing your house invaded by a dense crowd on a night you have appointed a month before without any possibility of foreseeing whether you would be disposed or not on that particular night to undergo such a toil these crowds are i believe unheard of in seville but those who are pleased in each other's society know where to find each other and without waiting for invitations small circles are formed every evening from which all crushing fatigue and intense dressing are excluded the winter is also a more advantageous season for the stranger who would be totally debarred by the summer heats from the activity necessary for the satisfaction of his curiosity in visiting the objects of interest contained in and around seville on the other hand, the summer season offers to his contemplation the successful attainment of a mode of existence suited to the burning climate, a problem found to be solved but in few instances. The first and most essential arrangement appears to be the turning night into day, and vice versa, as far as regards society and all locomotion no one leaves his house until long after sunset and visiting commences some hours later the morning being consequently the time for repose and the breakfast hour nevertheless remaining the same all the year round the siesta is very essential and is judiciously placed between the dinner which terminates at four and the hour for movement nine when the civiliano refreshed by three or four hours' sleep, and a fresh toilette, is infinitely better disposed for the evening's amusements than the denizen of more northern climes, who rises at that or a later hour from the chief repast of the day, and is put en train by the less natural and less durable stimulants of the table. This mode of life presents other numerous advantages, a very prominent one is the inviolable division of time between society and solitude. We suppose the hour for rising, eight, immediately after the chocolate, that of breakfast, eleven. The intervening hours are solitary, and are frequently divided between the pillow and the toilette, while they are sometimes devoted to more useful occupations, and added to by early risers from the family meeting at breakfast until the dinner hour, three, the time may be employed in business, reading, in fact, in every one's habitual pursuits. No intrusion is to be feared. No accursed killer lounges in to interrupt with his compliments, or gossip, your letter to your lawyer, or, if you are a lawyer yourself, that to your client, nor is the conscience of scrupulous porters burdened with the mendacious not at home these hours are sacred and guaranteed by the very air which renders the streets impassable but leaves the cool court protected from the sun's ray by the toldo canvas awning spread at a level with the roof and which is reefed up at night like a sail and refreshed by its ever murmuring fountain and cool marble pavement to the peaceable enjoyment of its owners. The female portion of the family are thus enabled to devote themselves to household occupations or to their favorite employments without having to undergo until the second getting up in the evening the fever of a complete toilette, which would during the day be insupportable. The time thus devoted to society is amply sufficient, as it may be prolonged as each party feels inclined from an hour or two after sunset until the returning rays drive all back to their cool retreat the night of the festival of st john is in seville sacred from remote time to amusement and festivity during the five or six hours of darkness accorded by the midsummer sun the banks of the guadalquivir echo the gay melodious laugh which enlivens the animated buzz of the crowd and the morning ray gilds the upper windows of the deserted houses before their doors are opened to the supper craving population the rite practised on this occasion is marked by a simplicity altogether antique the youth of seville that is the masculine portion have provided themselves with small boxes containing a sort of sugar-plum of exquisite flavor. One of these is held between the finger and the thumb of the caballero from the moment he sets foot on the promenade. On the approach of a party of ladies he endeavors to distinguish, as far off as the gloom permits, the features or dress of an already selected object of preference, or, if still free to make a selection, some countenance possessed of sufficient attraction to determine his choice. On discovering the owner of either of these requisites, he watches a favorable opportunity, and, approaching the lady, offers the bonbon. The senorita, of course unmarried, thus selected, is obliged to accept the compliments, if properly offered, as well as the arm of the cavallero, during the rest of the night and on arriving at her house he received from her parents or chaperon as the case may be an invitation to supper should the lady be desirous of avoiding the compliment of the approach of which she is usually aware she must exercise her ingenuity in putting obstacles in the way of the attempt in this effort Many are successful, since the peculiar mode of proceeding, obligatory on those who make the offer, affords certain facilities. The condition is not binding on the fair object of the compliment, unless the lips receive the bonbon immediately from the finger and thumb of the cavalier. This is a source of no small amusement to the señoritas at the expense of strangers from other provinces of Spain." conscious of being the object of preference of some young beginner or stranger uninitiated in the mysteries of the rite, and who, let it be understood, does not happen to be an object of preference with them, they will afford him every facility of approach, and, on receiving the present in the hand, will repulse without mercy the luckless wight whose retiring steps are accompanied by peals of laughter from all the party. The month of June is likewise distinguished by the procession of the Corpus Christi. On this occasion all the principal streets are protected from the sun by canvas awnings, and from the windows of every house draperies are suspended, the materials of which are more or less rich according to the means of their respective proprietors. From an early hour of the morning, ushered in by sunshine and the gay orchestra of the giraldo bells, the vast marble pavement of the cathedral begins to disappear beneath the momentarily increasing crowd. Here all classes are mingled, but the most conspicuous are the arrivals from the surrounding villages, distinguished by their more sunburnt complexions and the showy colors of their costume, contrasted with the uniformly dark tints of the attire of the civilianos, here are seen also in great numbers accompanied by their relatives the gay cigareras whose acquaintances we shall presently make in the fabrica de Tabaco. the instinctive coquetry discernible no less in the studied reserve of their looks than in the smart step and faultless nicety of costume indicates how easy would be the transition to the quality of the still more piquant, but somewhat less moral maja. The black satin, low-quartered shoe, is of a different material, but the snow-white stocking and dark green skirt the same, and the black velvet bordered mantilla is the identical one, which was held tight to the chin when passing the evening before under the city walls on the return from the manufactory to the faubourg at the other extremity of seville the procession headed by a band of music and accompanied by the dignitaries of the diocese and civil authorities of the province Bearing serges, winds through the principal streets, and re-enters the church to the sound of the two magnificent organs, never heard in unison, except on this anniversary. The exterior of the principal portal is ornamented on this occasion with a sort of curtain which is said to contain upwards of three thousand yards of crimson velvet, bordered with gold lace the columns of the centre nave are also completely attired from top to bottom with coverings of the same material the value of the velvet employed is stated at nearly ten thousand pounds christmas day is also solemnized at seville with much zeal but the manner of doing it honour presents more of novelty than splendour at the early hour of seven the parish churches are completely filled the organ pours forth from that time until the termination of the service an uninterrupted succession of airs called from the dance to which they are adapted on the gallery which adjoins the organ-loft of each church are established five or six muscular youths selected for their untiring activity they are provided each with a tambourine, and their duty consists in drawing from it as much and as varied sound as it will render, without coming to pieces. With this view they enter upon the amiable contest, and try, during three or four hours, which of their number, employing hands, knees, feet, and elbows in succession, can produce the most racking intonations. On the pavement immediately below, there is generally a group, composed of the friends of the performers, as may be discerned from the smiles of intelligence directed upwards and downwards. Some of these appear from the animated signs of approbation and encouragement with which they reward each, more than usually violent concussion, to be backers of favorite heroes. During all this time, one or two priests are engaged before the altar in the performance of a series of noiseless ceremonies, and the pavement of the body of the church is pressed by the knees of a dense crowd of devotees. The propensity to robbery and assassination, attributed by several tourists to the population of this country, has been much exaggerated. The imagination of the stranger is usually so worked upon by these accounts as to induce him never to set foot outside the walls of whatever city he inhabits without being well armed. As far as regards the environs of Seville, this precaution is superfluous. They may be traversed in all directions, at all events within walking distance, or to the extent of a moderate ride, without risk. Far from exercising violence the peasants never fail, in passing, to greet the stranger with a respectful salutation. But I cannot be guaranteed for other towns or environs which I have not visited. It is certain that equal security does not exist nearer the coast, on the frequented roads which communicate between San lucar Zeres, and Cadiz, nor in the opposite direction, throughout the mountain passes of the Sierra Morena, but this state of things is far from being universal. I would much prefer passing a night on a country road in the neighborhood of Seville to threading the maze of the streets which form the southeastern portion of the town, mentioned above as containing the greater number of the residences of private families. This quarter is not without its perils. In fact, if dark deeds are practiced, no situation could possibly be better suited to them these arab streets wind and twist and turn back on themselves like a serpent in pain every ten yards presents a hiding-place there is just sufficient lighting up at night to prevent your distinguishing whether the street is clear or not and the ground floors of the houses in the winter season are universally deserted an effectual warning was afforded me almost immediately on my arrival at seville against frequenting this portion of the town without precaution after nightfall an acquaintance a young Civiliano, who had been my daily companion during the first five or six days which followed my arrival was in the habit of frequenting with assiduity some of the above-mentioned streets he inhabited one of them and was continually drawn by potent attraction towards two others. In one, in particular, he followed a practice, the imprudence of which, in more than one respect, as he was my junior, I had already pointed out to him. A lady, as you have already conjectured, resided in the house, in question. My friend, like many of his compatriots, sighed to many, but he loved this one and she was precisely the one that could ne'er be his she allowed him however a harmless rendezvous separated from all danger as she thought by the distance from the ground to the balcony situated on the first floor the lady being married, and regular visiting being only possible at formal intervals, these interviews had by degrees, alarmingly, as appeared to me, increased in frequency and duration, until at length, during two hours each evening, my acquaintance poured forth in a subdued tone, calculated to reach only the fair form which bent over the balcony, his tender complaints. The youth of these climes are communicative on subjects which so deeply interest their feelings, and whether willing or not one is often admitted to share their secrets at the commencement of an acquaintance. It was thus that I had had an opportunity of lecturing my friend on the various dangers attending the practice in which he was persisting, and of recommending him the best advice of all being, of course, useless to revive the more prudent custom of bygone times, and if he must offer knightly incense to the object of his fire, to adopt the mode sanctioned by Count Almaviva, and entrust his vows to the mercenary eloquence of choristers and catgut, to anything, or anybody, provided it be done by proxy." My warning was vain, but the mischief did not befall him exactly in the manner I had contemplated. His cousin opened my door while I was breakfasting, and informed me that L. was in the house of Don G. A., and in bed, having received a wound the previous night from some robbers, and that he wished to see me. I found him in a house, into which I had already been introduced, being one of those he most frequented. A bed had been prepared in the drawing-room, all the window-shutters of which were closed, and he was lying there, surrounded by the family of his host, to whom was added his sister. As he was unable to speak above a whisper, I was given the seat by the bedside, while he related to me his adventure. He had just quitted the street of the balcony at about nine o'clock, and was approaching the house we were now in when on turning a corner he was attacked by three ruffians one of whom demanded his money in the usual terms your purse or your life while before he had time to reply but was endeavouring to pass on a second faced him and stabbed him in the breast through his cloak he then ran forward followed by the three down the street into the house and up the staircase the robbers not quitting the pursuit until he rang the bell on the first floor the surgeon had been immediately called and had pronounced his him wounded within not an inch but the tenth part of an inch of his life for the steel had penetrated to within the distance of his heart my first impression was that the robbers were acting apart and had been hired to get rid of him otherwise what were the utility of stabbing him when they might have rifled his pockets without such necessity but this he assured me could not be the case as the person most likely to fall under such suspicion was incapable of employing similar means adding that that was the usual mode of committing robberies in seville i left him after having assured him how much i envied his good fortune seeing that he was in no danger, and only condemned to pass a week or two, in the society of charming women, all zealously employed in nursing him, for such was the truth, one of the young ladies being supposed, and I fear with justice, to be the object of his addresses. The ungrateful wretch convinced me, by his reply, as we conversed in French, and were not understood by those present, that his greatest torment was impatient, to escape from his confinement in order to see or write to the other fair one at the end of the week he was sufficiently recovered to be removed to the house of his family from certain hints dropped during a conversation which took place more than a month after the event it is to be feared that the knife of the assassin in approaching so near to the heart of his intended victim succeeded by some mysterious electric transmission in inflicting a positive wound on that of the lady of the balcony i afterwards learned that it was usual for those who inhabited or frequented this part of seville and indeed all other parts excepting the few principal thoroughfares and streets containing the shops and cafes, to carry arms after nightfall and, in shaking hands with an acquaintance, I have sometimes perceived a naked sword-blade half visible among the folds of his cloak. These perils only exist in the winter, and not in all winters, only in those during which provisions increase in price beyond the average, and the season is more than usually rigorous, the poor being thus exposed to more than the accustomed privations there are towns in which assassinations and robbery are marked by more audacity than is their habitual character in this part of andalusia of these malaga is said to be one of the worst although perhaps the most favoured spot in europe with respect to natural advantages an instance of daring ruffianism occurred there this winter a person of consideration in the town had been found in the street stabbed and robbed his friends being possessed of much influence and disposing, no doubt, of other weighty inducements to action, the police was aroused to unusual activity. The murderer was arrested and brought before the alcalde primero. A summary mode of jurisprudence was put in practice and the culprit was ordered for execution on the following day. On being led from the presence of the court, he turned to the alcalde and, addressing him with vehemence, threatened him with certain death, in the event of the sentence being put in execution. The al although doubtless not entirely free from anxiety, was, by the threat itself, the more forcibly bound to carry into effect the judgment he had pronounced. The execution, therefore, took place at the appointed hour. The following morning, the dead body of the al was found in a street adjoining that in which he resided. End of Private Houses and Local Customs in Seville by Nathaniel Armstrong Wells